you are going to do great things. The devil is a liar. You are going to great, do great things. He is trying to humiliate you. But you are going to do great things. He's trying to pull you down. But you are going to do great things. You see, you try and take a tennis ball that is filled with air. And try and push it down in water. You have to hold it as long as you can. But I tell you, there's a day you get tired of holding it down in the water. And when you let go, it pops up. You are popping up in this season. The devil has been holding you for too long, but there's, there's so much air inside of you that's going to make you pop up. There's so much spirit in, of God inside of you that's going to make you pop up. You can't stay down. There's a spirit inside of you. And someone is going to discover the spirit inside of them. You are not, you are not stressed. You are not stressed. You're going to pop up. You're going to understand what's inside of you. When things are hard on you, God is trying to make sure that you can identify that there's something inside of you. You're going to pop up. When pressure's around you, God is only trying to make you think deeper, understand yourself deeper, and know that if the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, you are going to pop up. The reason why you might be still down there is because you're not connected to the Spirit of God. Because the Spirit is the power. So you're going to pop up not because you can. You're going to pop up because the Spirit of God is going to make you pop up. Verse 2. There was something about this, this branch. There was something about this shoot because it, it had the Spirit. So, so the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of God will rest on him. Now, these are the seven spirits that are going to rest on you. Christ is in you. If Christ is in you, those spirits are in you. Somebody's going to hear me. The Spirit of the Lord is resting on him. The Spirit of God is resting on you. You can take him anywhere you want, but he's resting on you. You can ignore him all you want, but he's resting on you. You might not use him, but he's resting on you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you because he is resting on you. How many of you can realize there's something special that is resting on me? And this thing that is on me, if I could only tap into it, something special is going to happen in my life because it is the Holy Spirit. It's not magic. It's not something out of the world. It's a natural thing that God did. It's in your Bible. He said, I will give you the Holy Spirit. I will give you the spirit of God. How many of you want it? How many of you believe in it? So the spirit, the spirit is on you, on him. The spirit of wisdom. Tell your neighbor, I'm wise. The spirit of understanding. Tell your neighbor, I understand. The spirit of counsel. Say, say I've got counsel. 
The spirit of power, say I've got power. The spirit of knowledge, say I've got knowledge. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Those spirits are in you. Those spirits are in you. You, you, you cannot be dumb. <laughs> it's impossible. You are letting yourself look like because you're following the flesh. And God is not about your flesh. He's saying, can you tap into the spirit and see what make you are? Can you tap into the spirit and see who you are? You're not a mistake. You're not a failure. You're not defeated. Can you tap into the spirit and see who you are? Because I put the seven spirits in you. The Holy Spirit is on you. The spirit of wisdom is on you. The spirit of understanding is on you. The spirit of counsel is on you. See, when you're in trouble, when you speak to the spirit of God, it will counsel you. He, he will guide you. He will give you power. And they shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon them. He will give you knowledge. Knowledge you don't even understand. Knowledge is not coming from a degree. Hallelujah. See, if you want to see God's knowledge, look at the little kids. Go, go and watch children. Two years. Uh, one year. And look at the knowledge they have. Things they do without being taught. Things that God has set inside of them. That they discover as they grow up to say, oh, so I can. Or oh, so I can. So, 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 what makes a little child walk to you and say, you? What makes them point a finger? Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. And they say, when? And they're pointing a finger. Who told them that the, when you need to emphasize something, you got to point a finger at the person to show emphasis that I'm talking to you? Knowledge. Not from the book, not from anywhere, but something that is inside of you, that God is inbuilt in you, and he'll give you more knowledge than you ever understand who you are. So, the seven spirits are sitting on you. And I want you to write them down and know them. The spirit, the Holy Spirit is sitting on you. The, the spirit of wisdom is sitting on you. The spirit of understanding is sitting on you. The spirit of counsel is sitting on you. The spirit of power is on you. The spirit of knowledge is on you. And the fear of the Lord is your divine power. When you're that person, the world is waiting for you. That's not what Revelation says, Revelation 1 and verse 4. The, 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 the disciple John was having a vision about the end times. And, and God was speaking to him. And, and in, 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 in verse 4, he says, John to the seven churches in the province of Asia, 
grace and peace to you from him who is who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits before the throne verse 5 and from Jesus Christ so 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 this grace and this this power that God wants to give from you is from God and is from Jesus Christ these seven spirits are from God and they are from Jesus Christ. Who is faithful witness? He, he has used them before. He has walked on earth and he knows them. He is witness of these spirits that are being poured on you. The firstborn from the dead and the rule of the kings of the earth. He has made you kings to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Verse 6. And has made us to be kingdom and priests to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. To him be the glory and the power. The power is on you. The glory is on you. To him be the glory and the power forever. It must not stop. It's forever because you are God's child. It's on you. It's in him. And, and as a kingdom we have the power. As a kingdom we have the glory that has been brought around you. There must be glory in your house. There must be power in your house forever and ever. It must never stop. There mustn't be one day when you are low. You must always have the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. It must always be there. When you're feeling low, let the spirit come so you have power. When you're feeling sick, let the spirit come so you have power. When you're feeling confused, let the spirit come so you have power. When you don't know, let the spirit come so you have power. When you don't understand it, let the spirit come so you have power. When everything is confusing, let the power come. Let the glory come because you're a king in the kingdom. You've been made priests. So you need the spirit of God. You need the Holy Spirit. Let's go to John 15 verse 4. And this is what Jesus said. He said, remain in me and I will remain in you. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say remain. Now, do you, do, you, do you know that if every member of our church was here, and, and I like, I nearly said Pastor Santa, I always nearly say that. Maybe God is doing what he knows best, you never know. So, one thing you like talking about is, always every Sunday when it's your time to speak, you say we must fill these chairs. So, do you know that if every member of our church was here now, this church will all be filled and, and some people could be standing because you guys rotate. I, I ask me, I know it. I, I know I'm not going to see that person next week. There'll be somebody else that's not here today is going to come next week and, and you guys like rotating like that because me and my wife were always here just watching the rotation like, okay, Who's not going to be here next week? That one, okay. And there's some people who are always flowing in the regular. 
So, so Jesus says to you, remain in me. I'm not looking for people who are in and out. I'm looking for people who remain, people who are constant, consistent. When it comes to my things, I'm looking for people who are, who are consistent, who understand what it's all about. So, so our, 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 we, we, we're busy putting concrete at the back in the, in the children's ministry. And I was talking to Mr. J. Lester. He was standing outside. And, and, and I said to him, I would love to call church also and say, hey, guys, I'm not feeling well today. Because uh, people call and say, Pastor, I've got a flu. I'm not, I'm not coming to church uh, this morning. In my, in my heart of heart, I want, I want to go in the phone. If I could, and, and come out on the other side. And when I come out, I've got a stick in my hand. And I say, where's your healer? Don't tell me about flu. Where's your healer? And I say to Mr. Jelly, do you know how many times we stand here when we're not even feeling well? Because remain in me. Tell, tell you never say, I know. Say it again. Say Aina. Yeah, because it looks like it's hard from coming from my mouth. But but it's not me. This is the scripture I'm reading. Remain in me and I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can it bear fruit unless it remains in me. Just remain in me. What does it mean? So, so tell me something. If you're connected to the branch and the branches in Santon, how can you be in, in, in Boxberg? Remain in me. Wherever I am, be there. Remain in me. It's about my spirit. It's about my spirit. Do you know when you want to kill a, 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 a fire, when, when coal is burning together, when coals are all burning together, and, and, and you take out one coal and put it on the side, it burns on its own for a little season, then it dies out. Because it's not with the rest. And most of the time, what God does to most of us here as members in church, that he, he'll put a stress on you on a Friday. That makes you not come to church on a Sunday. So you can bend out on your own. And, and, and you bend out on your own because I don't want to go to church. Something is just making me not go to church. Something is just making me not open my Bible. I don't feel like Bibling right now. I don't feel like praying right now. I don't even feel like worshiping. Please don't tell me Jesus today. I don't need Jesus. I need something else. What something else do you need? Do not leave the branch. And Satan knows that trick. And he's always going to shift you aside. And you feel like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm okay where I am. But, 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 but something is happening because the fruit is being taken away from you. But when you, when you, when you donkey yourself to church, not feeling like churching, when you get to church, 
When you're amongst the other worshipers, something revives in you. Something wakes up in you. And then sometimes when you didn't feel like when you get to church, you say, thank God I went to church. Sometimes you don't even need to hear the word properly. All you need to be is around the people who show you the love that you deserve to feel that day. Sometimes your parents, your, your relatives who are sick in hospital, they don't need all those injections. They don't need all those tablets. They only need a visit from you that shows love and they get healed. Because it's about attachment. So, we, my, my, my sister-in-law was get, turning 70 yesterday. And, and, and you know the scripture that says, um, the, hey, she caught it. <laughs> the scripture says, uh, the, the person who gives water to the, to the prophet receives the prophet's reward. The, the, the one who, 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 who gives water to the prophets, the one who waters the prophets, receives the, the prophet's reward. And the pastor was preaching, was saying that um, he's translated it to marriage and, and being family. And, and he said um, um, that when, 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 when you, as a husband, she waters you at home. She, she, she does everything for you. She, she makes you wearing the right shirt. She, she makes everything right for you to go out there and, and she waters you. So, so when the prophet receives the reward, she, re she receives the exact reward as, as you. Yes, she's done nothing just because she watered you. And, and when she, so she said, husband, stop wasting time because if you're doing nothing, there won't be any reward. So when you go and do nothing, then you're not bringing reward at home. But my wife caught it and says, go. Because <laughs> I need a reward. <laughs> so Pastor T, when you go to work, the reward is his. <laughs> so go to work. <laughs> I just threw that in. I don't know where it came from. It just excited me. But, but we need the Holy Spirit. Remain in me and I remain in you. And in verse 5, it says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Say nothing. Say, say it again. Say nothing. Say, say nothing. No thing. Nothing. Nah, 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 nothing. Zero. Apart from me, try it. You do nothing. <laughs> you go from pillar to pillar. You'll be crying every day. You will do nothing. You'll be wondering, why am I doing nothing? Set yourself and understand that you've got to be attached to the Spirit. If you want to do something. Because apart from me, you can do nothing. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the anointing of God. You need to be attached to the Lord so you can do something. So all the time the devil is working against you, he's trying to put you away from where the contacts are. Because he knows that you're dangerous when you're connected. 
He knows that you produce fruit when you're connected. It doesn't say fruit. It says much fruit. Much. Much. Much fruit. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. This is my season for fruit. I want you to believe that and shout the big hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. This is my season for fruit. Some of you don't do confessions at home. You must confess things you want to see happen. You must declare them. You must pro- prophesy them. Speak them and say, this is my season for fruits. What fruit do I see? I see millions in my bank account. I see money coming from the east, the northern, the west, and the south. It's coming into my life. It ca- it's coming in rands. It's coming in pula. It's coming in US dollars, it's coming in pounds. Money is coming into my lap. I see favor following me ever. I'm blessed going in, I'm blessed coming out. I am the head and never the tail. I refuse to be the tail because God said I'm the head. Today, when I go to this meeting, my father, declare it. Prophesy it. Let the Spirit of God speak over you, speak the Spirit of life over you. When I get into the space, I will have knowledge. I'll have understanding. I'll have wisdom. I'll have counsel. I'm not a failure. The Holy Spirit is upon you right now. The Spirit of God is on you right now. And God is igniting you with the fire. When the Spirit of God came upon the apostles, all of them made a fire. Where is your fire? Where is your fire? Where is your fire? Hallelujah. And now, verse 6. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are are picked up, thrown into the fire and and burned. Verse 7. If you remain in me and my word remains in you. My word. The word of God says that I have knowledge. It must remain in me. The word of God says I have understanding. It must remain in me. The word of God says I've got counsel. It must remain. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. It must, I must, that thing must remain in me. I must know it. I must remember it all the time. If it remains in me, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. Ask whatever you wish and it, well, who is asking? It's the spirit that's asking. The spirit of God in you asking. It's no longer your flesh that is asking. It's no longer your emotions that is asking. Your emotions cannot lead you to ask because you, you pray astray. That's why when people try and pray in emotion, they don't pray, they cry. They, they weep before God and God is still waiting. See, when you're crying, God is not moved. <laughs> People think that when you cry, people can be moved around you, but, but God is not moved. God will be waiting, like, hey, can you please? Asha. Well, when are you going to speak to me? When are you going to declare it? When are you going to prophesy it? Because crying is a sign of faithlessness. 
You only cry when you when you, when you don't believe in it. See, 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 see. Emotions is used to try and, and manipulate something out of somebody. So, so, so people will, will use emotions to manipulate you, but God is not manipulated. He, he's not a God of feelings where he's going to be feeling sorry for you. He has given you everything. He has put the spirit of God in you. Now, if you're a God that cries, he's, I think he's embarrassed thinking, hey, hey look at these gods. <laughs> They're crying. The kings of the earth are crying. Who's going to do my will on earth as it is in heaven if they're crying? So I want to I want us to go to Luke 24 verse 39 verse 49 Luke 24 verse I'm going to go that through that quickly because of time. Luke 24, verse 49. We're going to do 49, 50, 51, 52, and 53. And it says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father on you, but you sit, but sit in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. Jesus is, is leaving his disciples and is going back to heaven and is giving them an assignment. He's telling, sorry, when we... When we when, we, when he had led them out of the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hand and blessed them. 51. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken into the heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Verse 53. And they continued, they stayed in the, the state continually in the temple praising God. So, so when, when, when they wanted the Holy Spirit to come to them, the place they were assigned to is don't move around too much. Stick to one place until the power comes. So they continually stayed at the temple praising God continuously. That's where they were. That's where the Spirit was going to find them. Praising God continuously, praying and praising God. The Holy Spirit is looking to come and do wonders in our lives. And yet we're always scattered. The Holy Spirit is looking to do powerful things in our lives. And yet we're always scattered. And God is looking for us to be continuously together praising him. And doing wonderful things. You see, we, 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 we have a wonderful worship team. But we are so inconsistent that the power that God wants to put to the team is not complete 100%. Because there has to be consistency. We, we're not worshiping together as a church during worship time because we're not consistent. We, we're not praying together as a church because we're not consistent. And, and, and those gaps are making the Holy Spirit lose his power or not, not us to receive the full power of God from heaven. 
because the instruction for them jesus could have said okay all you my disciples i'm going off to heaven so go and see your parents go and go and visit your friends take a bus to kenya come back when you feel like and stuff but he said for me to work with you i wanted you guys to stay together in the city i wanted to to stay together until the power comes when the power comes, then you know what to do. I tell you, as a church, when the power comes, when God has anointed each one and every one of you, you, you'll go back to your homes, but the vision will be greater in your hearts, and everybody will begin to do what's needed to be done for the kingdom. Everybody will know what they need to do for the kingdom because the anointing will fall upon everyone, and everyone will be anointed to do what they need to do. Everyone is part of the body of Christ. And there's a work that you have to do that you need to be anointed for. There's a work you need to do that you need the Holy Spirit for. And, and in Acts 1.8, you know that scripture, and you receive power when the Holy Spirit has come unto you, and you'll be my witnesses. Now, when, when, when Jesus was speaking to the, the apostles in, in Acts and he said you, sh you shall receive power. That word power means dunamis. And, and, and it's a Greek word. Dunamis means ability. You shall receive ability, power. You shall receive an enablement. You have ability to do what you need to do. You shall receive ability. You might not be able to do it now, but when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive ability. You'll be able to do the things you can't do. It means also abundance. You shall receive abundance when the power comes upon you. Abundant in thought, abundant in deeds, abundant in, 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 in wealth, abundance in health. You shall receive abundance, power. You shall receive might. Mighty deeds. When the power comes upon you, you shall receive mighty deeds. Hallelujah. When the anointing comes upon you, you shall receive mighty deeds. Oh, Jesus. The anointing of God is always going to change you. When the anointing comes, you cannot be normal anymore. It changes you. It makes you do things you don't understand. It makes you say things you don't understand. Mighty deeds will come upon you. Power. It also means strength. It means also violence. Not violence. Now, now, now somebody's going to go and beat their wife and say I received power. No, no. It violence. Those who want the kingdom, they shall take it violently. They, they shall have a violent spirit about the things of God. A violent power that destroys everything that is antichrist in your life. A violent power that breaks walls down. A violent power that makes things open that can't open. You shall receive power when the spirit of God has come upon you. So it's time for you to have power in 2023. I want to I I end with this little story. We find it in Luke 1.35. 
Luke 135. Jesus is, is, is about to be born and, and God is about to give us Jesus. And he looks for Mary. And the angel Gabriel visits Mary. And the angel answered. He was talking to Mary and he said, Mary, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. And the power. See? He, he always comes with, with the power. This power, Mary, is going to come upon you. And the power of the Holy Spirit will and overshadow you. So the Holy Spirit, the Holy One can be born and will be called the Son of God. Mm. That word overshadow is a Greek word episkizio. It means to invest with preternatural, 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 preternatural. Now, preternatural means beyond what is normal. Oh, natural. Preternatural. To invest the preternatural influence in your spirit. So, so there will be a preternatural influence in your spirit, Mary. It's going to embrace you. It's going to, it's going to overwhelm you. you. You'll be frozen for a second. You'll be in a trance for a second. Because there will be an influence that is happening in you. This influence creates things that no one can create. Why? Because this person that's going to come out of you is going to come so that the Holy One will be born and will be called the Son of God, not the Son of Joseph. What, what is about to happen in you does not need man. What is about to happen to you is going to be a miracle. And when it happens, it will have the tag on it. Jesus is, is God only made. Not man made. So, so this thing is going to embrace you. So, so there's going to be an anointing. If, if it happened to Mary, the Holy Spirit has got the same power on you. So when you're busy praying, the Holy Spirit is going to come on you and invest you with an preternatural influence. <laughs> uh, somebody's going to hear me. When you're praying, something is going to embrace you. And you don't know what you're going to bath. <laughs> Jesus. You're about to bath things you don't understand. You're about to bath things that men have not made. You're about to birth things you don't understand. Some of you are lost. Let me tell you something. When the pre pre preternatural power came upon us, when we were praying, we we birthed the land we're standing on. We we did not know what God was doing, but but it came to pass. We, it's it's got a tag on it. God only. No man can say anything about the land we're on. It's it's a God only thing, and 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 the God only thing is about to happen in your life in 2023. Why? Because you need the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, tonight, this morning, you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, every day, everywhere you're going to pray, something is going to happen in your life that you don't understand. That is beyond understanding. God is tired of you going around in circles. God is about to change your life. Enough is enough. Some of you have got to just say to yourself, enough, I can't be the same person anymore. I can't be going around in circles. Why am I always penniless? Why am I always going round and round in 
sickles. I'm not serious about myself. There's a day I'm going to be serious about myself. And I'm going to stand before the Father and say, God, God of glory, do something wonderful in my life today. Holy Spirit, change my life today. Enough is enough. Change my life today. Change my life today. Change my life today. Some of you will need to go down on their knees and tell the Father, change my life today. The spirit of pride is to move aside. You, you can't be saying, change my life today. There's going to be a meekness in you. There's going to be an unclothing and and you come naked in the spirit to God and say, God, here I am. Change my life today. I need the Holy Spirit. I need power. I need counsel. I need you to do something new in my life today. If you're that person that is like me today, stand up with me this morning. You need change in your life. You need the Holy Spirit to take you to another level. Raise up your hands and begin to speak to Him. Don't worry about the person next to you. Raise up your hands and begin to speak to the Holy Spirit. Hey, you see... Your, your mind has got to switch off your body has got to switch off your spirit man has got to rise up right now and you begin to say Father I, I need you this evening I need you this morning I need you Father